0: Yes, sir. Top of the top, episode 51 Stash House Podcast. Got a great show lined up for y'all today, man. Got to talk about my Ohio State Buckeyes, man. Big wind over the weekend. Also, man, things picking up, NXT and AEW. Going to update you guys on that. And first take on the NBA first week, man, real quick. So sit back, relax, enjoy, man. Episode 51, Stash House Podcast, man. Let's get it. Yo, what up, what up, episode 51, Stash House podcast, your boy Tyler checking in, man, appreciate y'all for tuning in, your first time listening, man, welcome aboard, appreciate you, if you've been tuning in weekly, man, shout out to you, and it's just an episode you decided, to, you decided to click on, saw some topics you may be interested in, shout out to you also, man, like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do, uh, ratings, whatever you do to help support the podcast, man. Greatly, greatly appreciate it, man. Hope everybody had a great work week, great school week. Hope the same goes for this upcoming week, man. Hope everybody off to a great start. I do want to start this podcast giving my condolences to the family of Camille Cupcake McKinley out of uh, Birmingham, Alabama, man. I know you guys been seeing it on the news, on Facebook, Twitter, um, all over, man. She was... Basically kidnapped from a birthday party a couple weeks ago. You know, was up missing. And sadly, uh, last week, they held a press conference saying they found the remainings in a dumpster. And they believe it was hers. And they had the funeral service uh, yesterday for her, man. Uh, Sad, sad situation, man. She was only three years old, man. That's why I come on the podcast, man. I said, make sure you stay safe mainly man if you're a parent man make sure you look after your kids even if you aren't a parent man just make sure you look after you know what I'm saying, the young ones whether it's your cousins or somebody at the store man if you see suspicious activity man just say something man it's just a sad situation uh she was outside at the birthday party i know i seen some footage she was outside the birthday party and whatever man it's just sad man only three years old man didn't even get to experience life uh, So prayers and condolences for the family, man. I can't even imagine, you know what I'm saying, that type of heartbreak, man. So like I always say, man, just stay safe, man. Beware of your surroundings and everyone in it, man. And once again, man, rest in peace to young Camille Cupcake McKinley, man. And I saw over the weekend um, the Magic City Classic, the Magic City Classic Alabama State and uh Alabama A&M. And I, seen, I think it was A&M band. I believe it was A&M band who, um, one of the band A&M or ASU, the band, uh, during their halftime show, they spelled out cupcake during the uh, halftime show, man, so sh- shout out to them, and, uh, continue prayers for the family, man, so this week, man, during the podcast, uh, heavy, heavy sports, i like to say, man, um, not much music to really discuss, um. I do want to start off by saying uh, Futures. Yesterday was the fifth anniversary of Futures Monster Mixtape. Uh, I don't know where to begin with that mixtape, man. That was like 2014, man. I remember exactly when that mixtape came out. Because I know for a minute before that mixtape came out, everybody was heavy on the Rich game Mixtape with Young Thug and Rich Homie. And I remember uh Future and Metro Boomin saying, you know, they was collabing on Monster, Monster coming soon. And for me, it was a time with Future. I was like, okay. I was already on and off about Future before, but by then he kind of gained me because he had certain songs I liked, certain mixtapes I liked, but it was coming off the Honest album. And the Honest album Really, just recently, if you want to say album wise, I really just start catering the future more art uh, album wise. But before then, his albums like Pluto, Honest, I really chose the mixtape over those. Even though Honest had a T-shirt, Never Satisfied, he had some songs on Honest I like, but overall, it just wasn't what I wanted, and uh. You can tell the whole transition from Honest being with Sierra and everything and going to Monster, even the first, the intro of Monster with the Sway talking and the different interviews about him and Sierra and everything, and when Radical came on and Monster, Fuck Us and Commerce, Throw throw Away, Codeine Crazy, Mad Love. I can go on and on about that Monster mixtape, man. Uh, One of the songs that didn't make it on Monster, which I which was supposed to be on Monster, but they just put it out before Monster, was Break the Rules. Future Metro with Southside, Break the Rules. If you haven't heard Break the Rules yet, because the cover art is like Jason, so like you, I thought it was going to be on Monster, but they released it before Monster came out. But Break the Rules, you, you could tell it was supposed to have been on Monster, but it just didn't make it. But all around, man, Monster, five years. Uh, you could say... That run, one of my favorite runs in rap history with Monster fitness, Monster Beast Mode, 56 Nights, and then the, um, Close It Out, man, DS2, one of my favorite runs ever, man. That was like prime future. You could say perfect future mode, if you want to say, man. That would really started it all, his second run, because, you know, everybody knows Future had Dirty Sprite 1, uh based on the true not based on the true story, uh true story, Streets Calling, Astronaut Status, and Pluto and all that. And I feel I like were like his second run with he just killed it. He just killed it all around. So yesterday five year anniversary future future Metro Booming Southside all those guys. Monster five year anniversary. And Kanye West album drop not gonna be quick on it. I didn't listen to it I probably not gonna to listen to it. Not because it's a like more of a gospel album, but it just I didn't listen to none of his interviews that came out recently. I wasn't paying attention to his album like everybody else. It just he told us a while ago his next album is gonna be a gospel album. And I was like, okay, cool. I just don't wanna hear it. You know what I'm saying? I I like my gospel, how I like my gospel. Shout out to Kanye West. I I haven't watched his interviews, but I haven't seen, like, people saying, oh, my God, he said this outrageous thing or nothing like that. So I'm guessing he's in a good space. Like I said before a couple weeks ago, if he's in a good space, good for him, man. You know what I'm saying? You can't judge people by their political beliefs. But himself, his interviews, if he seems to be in the right mind, he seems to be uh, accepting of God now, congrats. You know what I'm saying? That I you can't help but to applaud if he decides to turn his life over to Christ. You can't help but applaud it. But music wise, I'm cool. And if you just thinking like, dang, how you got a podcast? You can't talk about the Kanye album. We in 2019, and I still haven't heard his uh Jesus album. So it's very easy for me not to listen to a project like I listened to Half a Chance album. I haven't went back to it since. It's kind of easy. If I say I'm not going to listen to it, I'm not going to listen to it. And I haven't seen like a song everybody is saying, oh, this the one. You know, Kanye's in a great space. I wish he would have. If he would put an album out like flipping like all those songs he did like during the Sunday service, maybe I would have checked it out. But when you give me all this, okay, my album come out Friday. Then, oh, it's not out yet. It's coming out later on today. We're still finishing the mixes. If I wasn't anticipating it before, I'm definitely not trying to anticipate it now. So, shout out to Kanye, though, man. He seems to be in a great place. Um, I hope he continues, man. I hope he continues, man. If this is his way of changing his life around, you know what I'm saying? So be it, man. Shout out to Kanye. But like I said, man, this podcast is heavy, heavy, Uh, sports. Only one place I can really start sports-wise, man, my Ohio State Buckeyes. We took the W this weekend over Wisconsin, man. What a game. What a game, man. Um, going into it, like I said, last week, Wisconsin. Uh, it was supposed to be been like a – I can't remember where Wisconsin was ranked before they got upset by Illinois. But I know for a fact it would have been two top ten teams. I don't know if it would have been two top five. I can't remember the rankings before then, But definitely two top ten teams would have been uh, facing each other. But like I said, Wisconsin got a upset. Got caught in an upset with Illinois the week before, so I was going in. I was like, okay, these boys got upset. It they coming in our house. We can't, you know, what I'm saying we definitely can't, you know, what I'm saying take these boys for granted, man. At the time, they had a Heisman, uh, Heisman runner at running back, uh, James Taylor, and uh, we just couldn't be kept, couldn't be caught sleeping, couldn't be caught sleeping. The weather was rainy, um. Uh, but we came out on top, man. We came out on top 38-7. To that first half definitely was the test. So Our biggest test so far this year, man. Justin Fields uh, got hit and sat numerous times, man, to the point where he had to go in the little tent now they have on the sideline. His lower back, they said, was uh, what's the problem. So he came back in. And I think, like, the next play, he ran and he got tackled and he hit his back on the on the field, and you could tell how his face was looking like he was in pain. Uh, He fought through it, though, man. He fought through it. Uh, He didn't turn the ball over. He didn't turn the ball over um, during the game. Uh, He had a – besides, you know what I'm saying, him getting sacked, him not, you know what I'm saying, throwing the ball away before he gets sacked, I mean, he he went 12 for 22, 167 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, you know what I'm saying. So – that was his biggest test easily so far this year with Wisconsin. But what he couldn't do, Chris Olave, that was his like safety net at wide receiver, man. He just kept making plays. J.K. Dobbins at running back, man. J.K. Dobbins at running back. I've been talking about J.K. for about two to three years now, man. He's just a beast. He went crazy. 20, 20 carries, 163 yards, two touchdowns. He went crazy, man, and... What J.K. Dobbins did on offense, Chase Young, man, did on defense. He went berserk also. Uh, six total tackles, four sats, five tackles for losses. He just seemed to be everywhere. And, you know, with defensive players, what shows up on the stat sheet isn't what all they, you know what I'm saying, they don't show the hurries and all that. He just was a records on defense, man. So, easily those two guys, players of the game, um, and I'm glad this coming weekend we have a bye week, and I'm glad we set it up that way because this game, at the end of this game, they were saying Chase Young, greatest court, greatest football player ever, and J.K. Dobbins, easily a Heisman front runner, him and Chase Young, and I'm like, oh, okay, here we go, here comes the hype. Who's gonna beat the o- who's who can beat Ohio State right now? Ohio State deserves to be number one. And I'm like, oh, man, this all this year, I been, I even posted on Twitter and Facebook. I was like, we've been humble all year, but you know what I'm saying, check out my Buckeyes. I didn't want all that publicity, though. I didn't want all the, oh, we should be number one. Oh, nobody can beat us right now. I did not want that. That's the last thing I want. Let us go under the radar for the rest of the year. But like I said, man, we keep on going undefeated. Of course, you know what I'm saying, they're going to talk, but I do not like it. I do not like it, man. I'm glad we have the bye week. Because after the game, uh Justin Fields saying, yeah, we could have scored 50. Chase Young, he had a good post-game interview, but when she was like, This performance easily puts you uh on top for the Heisman race, how do you feel about it? Like he was calm during the whole, he was answering right the whole interview, but when that question was asked, he kind of paused, started smiling. I'm like, okay, I am I you know what I'm saying? These guys are young, man. These guys tw- 19, 20, some probably 21. You can't help but to get cocky. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at that, but thankfully, we got a bye week. So, Coach Day could probably be like, okay, celebrate this win. We got a bye week. But Monday, let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's get back to work. You know what I'm saying? Because we got a bye week. We got Maryland and Rutgers. You know, we want to get caught slipping with those teams because – as I say, every week on this podcast, I'm not sleeping on no team because last year we got our ass whoop got our ass whipped by Purdue. <laughs> I'm not taking no team for granted. We got whooped by Purdue last year. And of course, my biggest concern is the last two games of the year. We got Penn State and Michigan back to back to close the year out. So great showing on Saturday, man, for my boys. Uh I enjoyed it, man. That first half Really, that first half was great, but those 10 points that we scored early, that was, you know what I'm saying, eventually had us in the driver's seat and second half came. We just pressed the own button with like, scene. I I know they were saying during the game, the Ohio State, the second half team, Ohio State, the second half team, but I don't want to get off to those slow starts, man. We want to compete with the Clemsons, the Alabamas, the LSUs. We got to just go straight forward. We can't. You can't give those guys ten points, thirteen points, and I'm always trying to make a comeback, man. We just got to keep the foot on the foot on the gas from the time kickoff start, man. So great, great game. Uh, after that game, I watched the Auburn LSU game. Oh, funny story. So after that, I watched the Auburn LSU game for a minute, and uh, I decided early that day I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna go to Buffalo Wild Wings and catch the night games. And uh, for some reason, I thought Penn State and Michigan played Saturday, but they played last week because Michigan played Notre Dame this past Saturday. But I'm thinking it was Penn State. So I saw it, I was like, dang, I don't know why I thought Michigan and Penn State was playing. But I was like, well, it's Notre Dame, Michigan. Might as well just go just for the sake of it. And uh, so I left probably like right before the end of the third of the lsu Arban game. No, it was like probably in the middle, almost to the middle of the fourth quarter in the Auburn-LSU game. Went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Went straight to the bar. By the time I got to the bar and everything, uh, it was probably like three, four minutes left in the game, maybe. Maybe shorter than that. And uh, so I was watching that game, and uh, the Alabama-Arkansas game was starting. So by the time the LSU and uh Auburn game ended, most of the people that was at the bar, they was leaving out. I guess that was the game they wanted to see. So I was like, cool. It was like two big screens. Alabama-Arkansas on one. lsu Auburn on one. And on the side of both of those, were two small screens. So I was like, I asked the bartender, can she change the lsu Auburn game that just ended to the Michigan-Notre um, Dame on ABC? And she was like, well, is another game coming on CBS? I was like, no, that was the last one. So she turned it. So these three guys came and they sat beside me. I'm guessing they were army guys, cause you know, in that area of the strip mall, you know, you see those guys walking from the hotels and everything. So I'm guessing they was army guys, I'm guessing. So uh they came, sat, and uh they was like, Man, can you turn one of these games one of these televisions to the World Series? And uh, she was like, Yeah, uh he just requested the Notre Dame game. And somebody else requested the Alabama game on the big screen, so we got to put the World Series on one of the small screens. He was like, okay, cool, that, that's no problem. So uh I'm drinking some beer. I got the uh house sampler with all the appetizers. I'm grilling. I'm chilling, watching the Notre Dame-Michigan game. And the volume of Buffalo Wild Wings is uh the Alabama-Arkansas game. But if you go to bars and all this and that, by now, man, the sound shouldn't really distract you. You got Super Bowl parties you probably went to. People just at the crib watching football games, NBA games. If the volume, if I can hear the volume, cool. If I can't, cool. As long as I can see the game at this point in my life, I'm all right. So I ain't tripping about the Alabama volume being on. So, uh, By the time the World Series is going, Alabama is up on Arkansas like 30-something to zero. You know what I'm saying? The game over with already. It's like a whole half to go and everything. So the guy was like, uh, "Ma'am, can you change the volume to the uh, World Series? Because this Alabama game is basically over with. They up thirty something to zero. And then she was like, "Uh, I mean, that's above my pay raise. I can't. I don't know. I can't do nothing about it for real." And then he was like, "What?" He was like, "Ma'am, it's the World Series." And like everybody looking like fam. Like he you know, it's a that like he tripping hard about this volume, so uh, they kept on making, Like how can you not have the volume of the World Series on, but you have this Alabama game on, and the game is already over. Like the volume of it, and you know, Buffalo Wild Wings is really the volume over the whole outside and inside. So uh, he eventually he asked like hey, can I talk to the manager about this? She was like, yeah, sure. So the manager came out, uh, this woman, the manager came out, and then he was like, I'm trying to figure out this is the World Series. This Alabama game is over. They and then they just scored again, so now it's like 40 something to zero. And then he was like, I don't know if it was like a certain code that they don't have or what, but they could not change the volume for this guy. And he was like tripping. So he was like, Oh my god. I'm gonna come back Super Bowl Sunday, and see if you guys have on any other uh sporting event volume other than the Super Bowl. So I'm like fans, the Super. I'm I'm out here. I'm thinking was, if the Super Bowl is on. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're gonna have the Super Bowl volume on. But I'm just like, okay, this man tripping. I'm keep in mind, I'm watching the Notre Dame Michigan game. I can care less about the volume at this point. You know what I'm saying? I can care less about the volume. As long as I'm watching the game, I got beer, I got food. I ain't tripping, but this man was just going above and beyond for this volume to get changed to the World Series. I don't know, eventually he and, him and his boys they ended up leaving even before the World Series was over with. I guess to go back to their room to finish watching it, but if you go into a bar, man, especially a Buffalo Wild Wings bar where it's like it was a point, I think I don't know who was playing. I want to say a Memphis game. I don't know who was playing. It was it wasn't no SEC team. It may have been, it may have been an SEC team, but it wasn't like no top ten team or nothing like that. And this guy was just going crazy in the back, like he was like a fan, and he was just going crazy. Like the volume wasn't over his game, and he was watching on the smaller television. So if you're going to Buffalo Wild Wings, if it's not like a NBA Finals, Super Bowl, I understand the World Series, but at the same time, man, you gotta think about it. It's College Football Saturday. You know what I'm saying? You got SEC people in here. I mean, the World Series is going on, but at the same time, I mean, both of them had an argument because Alabama game was over with, but at the same time, from the Buffalo Wild Wings staff standpoint, it it was nothing they could do about it. Like, apparently, like, the bartender couldn't do nothing about it or the manager could do nothing about it. So in that case, he could have just said, okay, you know what, it's cool. Now, I understand the bartender not be able to do it, but if the manager can't do nothing about it, he should have just did it at that, but he was just going crazy. And he was eating like a salad and everything. I'm like, fam, you're doing a little bit too much for a volume right now. So, hopefully his night ended up okay. Hopefully he went and he watched the World Series with the volume on, hopefully, because he was deeply, deeply emotional about it, man. So, that's that on that, man. That was my Saturday. I was happy to see Ohio State win a big game. Um, like I said, man... I'm glad we got a bye week coming so we don't give into to the hype, man, because technically, Justin Fields, I mean, he was already – let's say Justin Fields was already in the Heisman race. J.K. Dobbs is in the Heisman race, and Chase Young now is in the Heisman race. That's three Heisman runners on one team. I know how Ohio State can be. We need to get humbled. Thankfully, we got a bye week. Thankfully, we got a bye week, but – all in all, man, great showing for those guys, man, against Wisconsin, 38-7. College football season, man. Keeping on pushing. Yo, another week, another playlist, man. This week, just some tracks. I've been having it in my rotation as of late, man. Decided to put y'all on. Some tracks you may have heard before. Some tracks you might have not. Some artists you may have heard of before. Some you may have not. You know how I do it. So, check them out, man. Just some tracks I've been having in my rotation as of late. Check them out, man. As you all know by now, man, I come on the podcast and give you guys updates, wrestling updates about WWE, NXT, and AEW now. I've been excited for it, man. Wednesday nights, AEW and NST. And uh, speaking of that, man, it's really in full circle now, man. With NST on Wednesdays, AEW on Wednesdays, and now the NBA is back on Wednesdays too. Man, you talking about? I was already stressing over flipping between AEW NST. Now you throw the NBA in there, man. I was flipping my channel uh, last Wednesday, bro. Like straight up. But, man, NST and AEW is in full gear right now. No pun intended with the AEW pay-per-view coming up. Uh, I guess that's a good time. Full gear, uh, AEW, uh, November 9th, pay-per-view, Saturday. I probably won't order it simply because that's going to be a busy day for me. I may, later that day, I may end up in chore for homecoming, and there's no way possible. I'll be able to pay attention to AEW pay-per-view. Plus, Alabama LSU play that night. I'm guessing it's a night game. I don't think they announced it yet. But I doubt I will um, order it. But just a heads up, November 9th, AEW Nets pay-per-view. But everything is going on now, man. Um, you can say, I want to say everything started slow. I know NST-wise, it kind of, they just kind of, you know, put matches people want to see. You know, uh, title matches. Tad team matches and everything, and in AEW, they're building up storylines, Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes. Uh, I think the the primary thing going on now with AEW has been the uh, tag team tournament. The tag team tournament been going on. Um, Chris Jericho formed the Inner Circle group in AEW, so they're building their storylines up. But NXT, you want to talk about a checkmate? NST did a checkmate um, last Wednesday night, man. Uh, So, like I said, my boy uh, Finn Balor came back to NST. Uh, You can say he was like the one who put NST on the map, I heard someone say. So, he came back. um, People thought he was challenging Adam Cole for the title, you know, taking back what's his. And this past Wednesday, man, uh, it was the Undisputed Era. Uh, Adam Cole's group that was in the ring. Uh, Joey Gargano, oddly enough, because you could say he's the heart of NXT. I've been seeing because, like I said, I watch NST, but I probably catch, like before USA, I probably catch the takeovers and probably an episode or two before the takeover. So I wasn't really invested in it like I am now. But uh Johnny Gargano, you can say he was like he's like the the heart of NXT. And uh Tomasa, that's who came back a couple of weeks ago, who I forgot his name, but Tomasa. They was in the ring. I think they was tag team partners for a while back in the day, NXT, and then it became Rivals. So that's a cool storyline. So they came in the ring, the uh Stare Down, Undisputed Era, and then Finn came out. So it was like, okay, let's see what about to happen. Totally caught me off guard. I don't know if I was like the one that was caught off guard, but I was caught off guard when uh Finn hit like a perfect Pele kick. The only person I really see do the Pele kick that fluent is AJ Styles, but he kicked the Pele kick on Johnny Gargano, which now that I look back on it, like I said, Finn Balor put NST on the map, and Johnny Gargano is like the heart of NST, so I can see those two, of course those two probably face off, Against each other because after that Finn basically kicked the hell out of Gargano into the barricade or whatever, which was a cool, cool, cool shot that NST did for that. And uh, Undisputed Era started beating up Tomasa. So while they beating up Tomasa, Finn Balor just in the cut chilling. Oh, excuse me, chilling. This is before he kicked Gargano outside of the barricade. So, I'm screaming at the TV. (laughs) I'm screaming at the TV. I said, that's that Bullet Club shit. That's that Bullet Club shit. (laughs) Because Adam Cole was in Bullet Club and Finn Balor started Bullet Club. So, I'm like, okay, I'm not mad at that if he turns on the whole NST cracker. Everybody in the crowd was, like, shocked. Like, they didn't expect that. But I was like, shit, that's that Bullet Club shit. That's that. You know what I'm saying? Finn Balor, Adam Cole. You know what? You... You got you got uh, exile from the Bullet Club, but you know what? You still Bullet Club. So I'm gonna have your back. So I was just screaming at the TV. I like that's that Bullet Club shit. That's the that Bullet. So um, Van just lead the ring and he uh, hit a move on Gargano. So that's why I was saying like he kept on targeting Gargano. So I was like, okay, they probably end up putting those two up in the match together. And uh, Undisputed Era just doing like their little symbol in the ring and. Finn Balor does the Bullet Club thing the Gargano, so people was like, Well, is he joining Undisputed Era? I don't think he's joining Undisputed Era. Uh, It would just look weird for him to come in, Adam Coles, um, Staple. It wouldn't look right. I'd love for Finn Balor just to be the lone wolf, like how Sting was back in the day with you know, WCW. Just let him be the lone wolf. Um, you never know whose side he may be on, because, of course, Adam Cole got the belt, so you know Finn wanted want a piece of him. And I saw somebody put on Twitter, man, they was like, y'all talking about Finn joining up again joining with uh, Undisputed Era. I believe it's a perfect time for another war games. And I'm fully on board with the war games. War games when they had the two rings, the steel cages, two rings, everybody just in like eventually everybody ends up in the ring together. Sign me up for that. Sign me up. I don't know how many mem how many people it takes to be in war games, but as of now, if we're starting out, it'll be seven. But Undisputed Era will obviously overpower everybody. And at this point, I don't think Finn and Gargano, unless Finn has somebody come with him, but I don't know how that'll work a war games right now. But I'm in for, it, you know what I'm saying? But uh definitely a chipmate. Definitely a chipmate. Um, a heel, Finn Balor is what we've been wanting. Like, I'm cool with Finn. Like, we haven't seen Finn in the ring for real since his match with the Fiend. I'm all for Finn Balor, heel, Prince David, New Japan type. I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. And I'm sure at this point in his career, Triple H and William Regal over there at NXT, man, I'm sure they'll let Finn just pitch ideas and everything for his character. Because I'm sure Finn was like, man, they they know me for being heel. Like the whole, you know, being a face, that's cool. But they know me. how They know how I get down when I'm a heel. So, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. And like I said, man, that's that Bullet Club shit, man. You got Adam Cole, Finn Balor, uh, AJ Styles, them on WWE. There, there's a reason why they, they the OC, the original club. And their phrase is the only club that matters. Because like I always say, over at AEW, you got the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, uh, Hangman Page. So it's, it's always fire when that comes back full circle. And that's how, how, In my eyes, that's how it went when Finn Balor did that on Gargano and shot everybody in NST. Uh, everybody was tweeting about it. Russell was tweeting about it because they know what time it is now. They know what time it is. My only question is what is NST going to do? Of course, Having the big matches on USA is dope, but when will be the next takeover? Like I don't think if, if they have Survivor Series still because I don't know what I don't know what WWE got going on. They got Crown Jewel this week. Hopefully, they just, after Crown, hopefully after Crown Jewel, WWE just hit the reset button, start building more storylines. I know I say that almost every other month now with WWE with these storylines, but just let after Crown Jewel, just let shit just simmer down and just get a good storyline everywhere tag team women's heavyweights just let everybody get a good storyline going so hopefully another takeover is coming soon i'm sure they want to they don't want to sit on this event battle thing and gargano too long because i'm sure that's going to be the next you know what i'm saying thing it has to be gargano versus Finn battle it has to be that'd be dope the face the heart of NST now, and the one who put NST on the map, that has to happen. That has to happen. And on AEW side, man, like I said, Jericho in the circle. He's facing Cody Rhodes. Uh, the great thing about that was, uh, of course, they got the tag team tournament going on. I want the Lucha Bros to get it, man. I want the Lucha Bros to get it. Uh, but with Cody and Jericho, I saw people complaining about it. I didn't have no problem with it when Cody was talking in the ring and Jericho and his clique was up in the stands and they was talking on the mic. And Cody said, um, "Jericho, this is not like our last, uh, our last company. There's not an invisible wall blocking me from coming from this ring up to the up to the uh, up the stands and coming to beat your ass." Basically, then Dustin Rose came out. Mjf came out. Diamond Dollars Page, <laughs> Diamond Dollars Page came out. See that's the thing about AEW, man. I wasn't shocked that DDP. I was shocked that DDP came out one because he was at double or nothing. So when he came out. I was like, oh yeah, DDP is with AEW. But I was counting. I was like, okay, MJF of course, Dustin Rose of course. I was like, can't be Heyman Page because Hayman Page got Pat to deal with can't be Kenny Omega because he's he dealing with Jon Moxley. It can't be the Young Bucks because it'll be, even though the Young Bucks and uh, basically LAX, they beefing, I figure it would have been Young Bucks, but when it came out MJF and Dustin Rose, I was like, well, that'd be too many. It came out DDP, and I was like, okay, that's dope. You know, everybody doing the diamond and everything, so that was dope to see. You know, DDP just come out from the crowd and WCW, so that was dope to see. So uh, people was complaining. to us like, why uh AEW always taking shots at WWE? Like we know you guys. Like I said, it's not really a competition. It's room for both. But I don't be mad at the shots as long as it's a good shots. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no shot as in like a lame shot. Like at double or nothing when Cody took the sludge hammer and hit the the throne. That was like Triple H throne. I wasn't mad at that. I'm not mad at this shot he took because when the last time in WWE you saw material like that like Cody, he went up to this uh up the stands, he took MJF scarf, he wrapped it around his fist, he you know what I'm saying busted the window and everything. They fighting by the concession stands. I haven't seen that since the Attitude era, it seems like in WE when they fighting in the concession stands and everything. So I wasn't mad at it, but you know what I'm saying, I can say this. You really see a different side, like a different world when it comes to this rational thing. On Twitter and everything, like these opinions and people be catching feelings because AEW taking shots. It's like, fam, it's not that deep, man. Just enjoy both programming. Like Vince McMahon, he throws WrestleManias in football stadiums. You know what I'm saying? He's cool with a couple shots. You know what I'm saying? It's it's well overdue. It's been about 20 years since he, since he had any type of competition for real, for real. So, you know, I'm so I'm not mad at the shots, man, but. Everything seems to be coming together, now, man, with this whole Finn Balor move because we was wondering like, what's what, what's NST going to do? Like they have great matches, but you know we want to see some storylines now because AEW got a, got the ball like story storyline wise, AEW getting the ball rolling. I'm definitely want to see what's going to happen with this uh, Omega and John Moxley thing. We know John Moxley as Dean Ambrose. That's going to be a hell of a match. Uh, hey man and Pop they were running that back again because people was complaining. Well, not you know, like I said, people complain. People had some complaints about their first match, saying it was too slow and everything. So now I think Heyman Page. I think Handman Page is uh healthy now, so they're gonna turn it up uh during the pay per view. Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, Young Bucks, and the um LAX is coming together. Man, I just need Lucha Bros to get that tag belt, man. Make it right. Make it right, man. And before I leave off and of wrestling, I forgot to mention Master P. Uh, I think he did he doing some type of business with uh Westside Gun from Griselda Records. Westside Gun, he's a huge wrestling fan too. With uh Hog Wrestling. I saw it on YouTube with Cody Rhodes. He said something like, uh, Master P, they made a joke about it, Master P. Uh, we gotta get we gotta be able to compete, man. Master P just He just bought out hard wrestling, man. Make them say, uh. Like, it was funny. It was funny as hell. So, Master P and Westside Gun got some type of business with hard wrestling. But I know it's not. They're not, you know what I'm saying. They know their limits. You know what I'm saying. With AEW and WWE, they know their limits. They know they're not competing with those two guys at all. So, everything falling into place, man. I'm definitely looking forward to this Uh, Finn Balor heel, Prince Devitt. Bullet club type shit, man. I, people say he's gonna bring the Bullet Club back. I don't know he's gonna bring the Bullet Club back over the NST, man, cause Adam Cole has um uh, Undisputed Era, so But I'm happy, man. We needed we needed a shock value in NST. That that's what NST been missing. And Van Balor came back, that was a shock, and now he did this. So I'm I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready for it. Definitely tune in, man. If you need any help catching up, I got you, man, because they got my full attention on Wednesdays, plus NBA, which we're about to get into now, man. So Wednesday is definitely in full effect right now. So like I said, man, everything in full effect, man, including the NBA. Last week was opening night. We're about a weekend to the NBA season now. Uh, long season, man. 82-game season. I can't go off of two three games of the year, man. But it's definitely, it definitely was good to see everything back and all these new faces with new teams, man. I do want to start by saying it's like everybody's happy as hell to go to State Warriors. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors been struggling, man. I saw Pat Beverly from the Clippers saying, man, they've been cheating too long, it's time to uh come back down to reality and everything, man. And I agree with it. But at the same time, man, Steph Curry just been smiling. He's like, fam. I said it when they lost. I said it on the podcast when they lost the finals. They was like, you know what? It's time, man. We done won, like, we done won three championships, man. Let's just go ahead. <laughs> they're like, man, fuck it. Of course, they're not going to say, it. of course, Draymond, he's saying, you know, they suck right now and everything. But, you know, man, first First few games of the year. And I think they said Clay is going to be out the rest of the year. I think Steph just real did just like, man, look, I'm still the greatest shooter. We got three rings. Especially for the Clippers. They're like, okay, y'all just now coming. But, you know, I don't know, man. But Steph Curry has just been smiling. He's just like, fuck it at this point. But long season to go. My Lakers, man. Uh the boy just having fun, man. I'm not mad at my Lakers so far, man. I, I just... That first game, of course, the first game, like I said, you can't go off the first game. You know, they're going to change it up. First game, man, uh, I just don't want LeBron. First, I don't want LeBron playing the point. I don't want LeBron playing the point because LeBron is too great of a player to just be passing. Do the same thing you used to do. Get the ball. If you all go to play point, carry the ball up the court. Tell everybody, to get out of the way. I'm about to ISO. and just go straight to the point. Just go straight to the paint. You with my team now. Just go straight to the paint. <laughs> Just go straight to the paint. Say, hey, you, go to the left. You, go to the right. Block the lane out. If somebody come for a double team, dunk it off to Anthony Davis. Dunk it off to Dwight Howard. Dunk it off to JaVale McGee. You don't got to do all these behind-the-back passes, do all between-the-lead passes. Yeah. Play basic basketball, man. you the smartest player. So, I don't want him at the point. Of course, we got to get Rondo back. We got to get Kuzma back. Um, but all in all, man, tonight we're going to have a great year. I hate that we lost to the Clippers open tonight, though. I do hate that. And I totally, I 100% agree with what Stephen A. Smith said. Stephen Jackson been saying. Matt Barnes. By the way, Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson, they have a podcast, All, uh, all the Smoke podcast. Check it out. First episode, well, episode zero, they call it the pilot episode. They talk about, you know, they talk about basketball and everything, man. Second episode, they had J.R. Smith on. He's talking about everything that went down with him. Check it out, man. But I, I totally agree with what all three of those guys said. LeBron has to know. Him and Kawhi are gonna face each other three times now because they they played each other once. That man playing in the same building you playing in. This is not like a Boston LA situation. But he's playing in the same building you're playing in. He's coming for you. I don't want to hear about all this. Oh, uh, he up in age and nah, man. This is the same dude. You beat him once you beat him once in the finals, but these last Well, he and Kawhi and he beat LeBron in the last final. But that last time they fought each other in the finals. That was some historic shit that the uh, the Spurs did, and that was before Kawhi was even Kawhi for real. So LeBron just has to know, man, Kawhi is playing in the same building, the same stick, the same city, same state, the same zip code that you're playing in. And they're like, he, LeBron never had that Kobe. That's been my biggest thing with LeBron. I, I appreciate his game. I respect his game. But I just can't put him over Kobe. He don't got that dog in him like Kobe got that dog in him. And I've been saying this, but now he got a Laker jersey on, so it makes all the difference in the world. It makes all the difference in the world. Um, I saw people complaining about, uh, not complaining, but trying to make a big deal about uh, Russell Westbrook and James Harden talking on the sideline. They're teammates. They're going to talk on the side. They're teammates. One play the one, the other one play the two. And they're both scores. They gotta talk on the sideline. Like people trying to make a big deal, like they was arguing. They're friends. <coughs> they play the one and the two. They're gonna talk. They're gonna have heated discussions. Uh, what else I saw? Uh, I didn't see much about uh, seventy Sixers, Boston. Kyrie, Kyrie hit like a game winner. I forgot against who, but then the next night. Uh, my boy used to play for Boston. Who I forgot his name. Not JaVel McGee. I forgot his name, but he played for the too. who hit a game went on Brooklyn, so that's been, that was kind of cool to see. Uh, John Morant. I wish the Lakers could have got John Morant, man. That's who I really wanted, but we couldn't get him. There's no way we could have got him. That's who I wanted. I wanted John Morant, man. That's who I really, really wanted. Uh, we we couldn't even get no pick because we, goddamn, got Anthony Davis. But uh, all in all, man, been a great start to the year, man. Uh, Durant, of course, he's out still. I'm trying to think of anything else I might have missed. Oh, Trey Young out in Atlanta, man. Trey Young, ice traded game. He hit a game winner. Uh, he's been putting up some stats. Him and Luca. I feel like those two could be, like, the next generation further down the line, man. They seem to, you know what I'm saying, rock with each other because last year they were like, who should have won rookie of the year, uh, Trey, or Luca? But they've been shining each other out, so that's been dope to see. I'm not mad at that. Uh, that's all I've really been seeing so far. Like I said, it's only been the first week. Uh, of course, they're going to just make up storylines so they have something to talk about. With the Clippers and the Lakers and everything. It's like, come on, man. You know. I'm late to the party, man, but I just follow House of Highlights. I don't know why it took me so long to follow House of Highlights, but I just follow House of Highlights. So, I'll be seeing more of that, of course. Uh, Zion. I think I came on the podcast last week and said Zion's going to be out a couple weeks. Uh, Zion's going to be out like six to eight weeks. Since the eight weeks, Zion's gonna be out. So that was like the two things, well three things, like Clay being out, Durant being out, Zion being out, so so whenever Zion comes back, I'm sure that's gonna be uh publicized heavy. Um, I'm sure in New Orleans, everybody in New Orleans is waiting for that. So that'll be dope to see when it happens. Uh, so yeah man, so far first week, NBA, it's great to have the NBA back. All the sports are in full effect. College football, NFL, NBA, the World Series going on. And me personally, AEW, NHC. It's a great time, man. Great, great time. Fall weather is upon us coming in. Great time, man. Pick you something. Whether it's NBA, wrestling, baseball, hockey, football. It's out there. It's out there. You just got to catch it, man. I want to appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been episode fifty one stash house podcast. Make sure you guys go out and have a great work week, great school week. Tomorrow is Halloween, so make sure you guys be safe, keep the kids safe, man. And I catch y'all here same time next week, man. Keep me in prayers. I do the same for y'all. Salute.